Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field and cross-country news and discussion. Yet again, I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my husband and wonderful co-host, I don't think I've used that word in a while, Kyle. You say yet again like it's a bad thing. Well, I just mean yet again, like this is the voice of the Auburn cross-country E2C podcast. Welcome. You should know my voice by now. You sure do think highly of yourself. The voice of the The voice. There's two voices. I said of of the E2C Cross Country Show. You're the second voice. You're, you'd be the voice. Uh, (laughs) I'm the voice. You're the voice. Well, okay, fine. I'll be the voice if that's what it takes on this show. But yes, thank you for having me here again. Yes, thank you. I do appreciate you being here because it is more fun bantering about cross country with another person is it more fun bantering about cross country or just bantering with your husband Ooh, that's great actually can't answer that it's one of life's mysteries we'll never solve correct but cross country is fun too so this week we're talking about the hmm. this is gonna be funny folks. all right everybody <laughs> okay. get ready jessica's gonna we talked about how to pronounce this one and it's gonna be really funny to watch miss Southern Belle, how she's gonna pronounce this here we go everybody okay so they went to notre dame's Notre, wait, wait, hold on. You've already messed up. Notre Dame's? How do you say it? Notre Dame. Not Dom's. No, Dom's meat. Okay. It's now, their meat. That's possessive. Plural the, possessive. The way you said it, though, it was like you were calling Notre Dame Notre Dame's. No. I, I went to Notre Dame's. No, I didn't just add an extraneous S. I thought you were already getting like messed up. It went to their meat in South Bend, Indiana. Mm-hmm. It was the Joe... It was Joe somebody's invite. No, say it. Joe Piani? Yay! Everybody collab. If that's correct. Joe Piani. Okay, so they went to his Invitational. Yes. The 64th annual Joe Piani Invitational. That's correct. So I'm guessing he was a bigwig at Notre Dame. When you have 64 annual meets uh, named after you, I would say you were pretty important. Yeah, I'm reckoning so. I'm probably guessing he's no longer on this earth. Sure, yeah, I guess if we want to get into that topic, I mean, well, <laughs> I mean, what, sure. I just meant like he wasn't going to MC the race. Well, he's listening right now. He's like, I'm still here, folks. I'm still okay, here. Okay, well, this is taking a terrible turn. So, Auburn drove up to the cold, cold Indiana. Well, here's the thing. Is it that they drove up or were they just, did they schedule it this way knowing that the heat the entire Southeast was going to be experiencing trying to literally run away from it? Because right. Because 
They were in Oxford, Alabama to start the season. Yes. Then we went up to Nashville. Yes. Not too much further up north. But enough. Maybe, maybe a little breeze. Maybe a little breeze here. We're going up to South Bend, Indiana. It's cold. I, this is my theory, is that Coach Barnett is just a weatherman and just knew, hey, uh, we're going north to get away from this crap. Or it's awful. perhaps it was like a really important race and there were tons of teams there it, and we, good competition. Look, look, logic has no place here. Oh, okay. Logic has no place here. We're going with the weather theme here because everybody's got an opinion about the weather and climate and all that good stuff. Gosh, we, we you're even, right. We won't even get into that today. But... Uh, what's ironic, and I, I will give you this to support my theory, now that the weather has suddenly turned when they go up there, they're going to start slowly wake, making their way back down here towards Lexington and Tallahassee, and then they're going to go back up. I'm just saying, there's something to this, folks. Okay, well, that's a great theory, honey. I don't know that you're right, but sure, sure. I think I'm right. I'm, I'm, you, of course you think you're right. I'm I mean, always it, right, though. It would be your show, so, okay. It would, it would be my show. All right. Well, let's talk about some girls. Okay. So, <laughs> talk about some girls. All right. What you want to talk you about? You seemed a little Ma- too enthusiastic about that. Mary Jo, Susie Q. Like, what girls you want to talk about? Okay. This show is just derailing very quickly. <laughs> See, this is what you get when you bring me on your show. Right. Why did I invite you to be my co-host? So, the women they ran the traditional 5K. They placed 19th overall in their division. So they were maybe gold division. I don't know. Some division. They had different divisions, obviously. How many times can I say division? Hold on. What's a gold division? I don't know. They got gold stickers. Is that like a legitimate thing, or are you making that up right now? No, they were So there were different divisions, like based on what teams were in what division. Hmm. So sometimes they'll have a silver division. Sometimes they'll have a gold division. Okay. It doesn't mean... This is like brand new information to me. Me too. It means something. I'm just not sure what. Awesome. Great. Correct. This is a great podcast. Really informative here. So... How about this? They placed 19th. There were 24 teams. So. Okay. So 19th out of 24. We see that. If you look at it, it on surface, it doesn't look like they did all that well. They got, what, 487 points. Correct. But one of our runners did extremely yeah. well. So we're about to get into that. So maybe so, it's, maybe this is a great individual performance area, but not there team you go. performance area. There you go. Auburn is not competing at a high competitive team level yet is that is that a good way to say well, it this is something before we get into the nitty-gritty of who finished where and our scoring placement I, I i'm actually kind of intrigued by what happened here because what we've seen this season is that the women have been kind of leading correct, the way correct. so to speak in terms of team performance and i think we could see the opposite here in this meet and we'll i think t- we had some significant competition and it, so okay, and it's funny you say that too because I was looking at who was going to be a part of this meet, and they said this was a very cross. Uh, here we go, cross, cross country, country, cross country meet because we had teams like mm-hmm. New Mexico, who's yep. apparently very good for men and women. We had Colorado, teams like Washington, where, you know. So I think this is the first time that. Granted, the Nashville meet was was very highly competitive. The Jacksonville meet not so great. You know, it was it was a tune up for them. That's right. why they kind of dominated it. Now we're in the, this is like the perfect setup heading into postseason. Yes, we're already there because you're already playing teams like New Mexico and, and, and Washington and Oregon and yep. all, the, all those teams out West that are suddenly good at all these things like that because they can't be good in football. Yeah, I took a oh. shot at them. But anyway, go ahead. Well, there are things to be said about Auburn. But anywho. Whoa, whoa. There whoa. were a hundred. Leave, leave the football to the no huddle people. Well, maybe they're not talking about all the things I want them to talk about. But anyway, <laughs> so for the women, there were 184 runners. So... Auburn had five that we're going to talk about, the five that placed and scored for us. 
Um, so first off, we had Joyce Camelli. This is her season debut because she's been injured. Mm-hmm. She came off an injury last year. She was all SEC and all American, if I'm correct, last year. So we're super excited to have her back. And yeah. all freshman SEC is what I wanted to say. Um, so it's her sophomore year. We're really happy to have her back. The team should be happy to have her back as well because she placed third overall out of 184 runners with a time of 16 minutes, 20.69 seconds. It's exciting when you come back in general, especially if you're the team leader, so to speak. And I think we could easily classify her as that based on her performance last year. But when you come back and you're already Man. in the top three. I was going to say, you came back. Like, you didn't just come back. You, like... Wow. I don't know what she's been doing while she was injured, but dang. I'm going to step out on a limb here. I'm going to stay with my, my weather theories, climate theories. She just didn't want to run in the heat. That's it. That is exactly, exactly it. Right. You know, the is- picture on the Auburn cross-country website is actually her in a toboggan. It's actually a cool picture, but it's funny. She's like, I'm just, you know, I'm going to wait till it cools down a little bit till we go north, and then I'm going to start And then running. I'm going to blow everybody out of the water except those two people. Except for two people. Which were from, I think, New Mexico and Washington. I think those only I, been, that sounds right. Yeah, that that only beat. Her, but she so. beat 181 people. I know that's this uh, outstanding performance. I don't her. even know 181 people. Next, okay, moving on, Kyle. <laughs> uh, so next we had Faith Bet. Uh, this will go for the the next uh, two through five finishers for Auburn. Placed 73rd overall in a time of 17 minutes 22.3 seconds, followed by Abby Zane, 126th overall. With a time of 17 minutes, 48.07 seconds. Then Hannah Dial placed 139th with a time of 17 minutes, 55.41 seconds. And then another Hannah, Hannah Tarwater, <laughs> placed 162nd in 18 minutes, 12 second, 12.24 seconds here. So... I'm kind of looking at the spread here, Jessica. Other than yeah. Abby and, and Hannah, there's quite a bit of spread, which there's is probably why spread. we don't see a good team performance That's here. exactly right. You were learning. I'm I did so it. proud. I did it. Do I get an A? You get an A+. Plus. I am very proud, and I'll pat oh. you on the back, we're which y'all a, can't see. I want a gold see. star. Oh, you do get a gold so star. So I can be part of the gold group or whatever you called it earlier. Okay. <laughs> okay. Gold division. Gold division. You are the goldest gold division. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but... That was a good job. You're exactly right. Because with cross country, to get a good team score, the goal is to get your runners as close together as possible because you're going to have a lower score if they're grouped. You're going to be able to push each other, motivate each other. We've talked about this all before. Same stuff. It's important. So remind me if I'm wrong. The ladies here, are they running a little bit longer of a race than they typically do? No. So I, I, I thought for some reason that they were running 4Ks normally and not a 5K. No, normally they've been running 6Ks. Okay. This so is this a shorter is, race. So could that have played into this at all? I mean, were they just, um, was their timing down? And, and t- I know. Perhaps, but to me, I really just think it was the extreme competition. competition. And that. Yeah. But I, even if there is great competition there, you would think if they're running good, you know, groups together, that that would still translate over to this, even if they are grouped together at the back end of the race. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure this out here because it just seems a little uncharacteristic for me for the ladies as a team unit. Yeah. To have not, and they didn't do poorly. No, they did not. Just not as well as we've come to expect this season thus far. And granted, we only have two meets to compare it to. Correct. And not very many meets to go. <laughs> I mean, Such a short season this year. I mean, this, this year, I think we only had three regular meets, last regular season meets wow. last year. This is just insane. Which, okay, look, I know we're kind of taking a lot of tangents here today, but let me just discuss that here. Tangent, please. Yes, tangent, please. I think the f- between the first meet and the second meet, there was one week separated. So two, week, or two weeks 
in between them. Correct. Okay. I think between the second and third, it's been three weeks here. Yeah. Do you think they, is it just that athletes need a longer time to recuperate from events like this and why they spread it out so much? Or is it just because it's harder to put these type of events together more often? That's kind of what I was thinking. Maybe Coach Spry is really picky about where he sends his athletes. The more you run, the more you compete, the more you're going to get injured. You know, you think, mm-hmm. is it worth risking somebody getting injured on a fall or a poor course or something done poorly and, you know, for a small meet? No. Is it worth potentially getting injured at a big meet? Yes, because the likelihood is slim, you know, a lot slimmer because it's going to be a good meet. Like this was on a golf course. It's a good location, you know. Yeah. That's, that's my two cents. So, you want to talk about some men? Yeah, let's talk about how the men did. They ran, and here's the interesting thing. Yeah. Five miles as opposed to a normal 8K. So, let's stop right there, Jessica, and let's maybe, any ideas about why they would run the full five miles as opposed to just, and, I, and we say just like it's not a, quite a feat here, just the 8K. Any idea for that? Honestly, no. She was because winding up like she was going to have to. I, I, well, I was trying to figure out. So an 8K is 4.97 miles. Mm-hmm. So I, I truly, truly, truly have no idea. Unless it had to do with where they had to put the finish line. Because usually. Oh, that's not a bad idea, actually. Well, it's it's kind of silly, but you you start with the end in mind. Isn't mm. that like a really smart leadership book or something? Begin with the end in mind. Maybe a Stephen Covey book. <laughs> um, so you always begin with the end in mind. And so you have to figure out where you're going to place the finish lines because you finish lines are big. Like, it's not just like a little line and then we're done. No, you've got to have like a shoot. Like, you've got to have like places for the, the thingy-majig, the time. But an extra 0. 0.03 of a mile and that, that makes that big of a difference? They can't. It can. Okay. It can because, think, like I said, they're on the golf course. Well, I mean, you can have your ending uphill, but but if the hill doesn't end... That's not going to I work. wish you guys could see the hand motions right now that yeah, she's making. Yeah, y'all are just really losing out because I'm trying to describe this with my hands. And I'm doing a terrible job. This isn't going well. Let's just talk about well, no, it. No, but I, I do think you bring up a good point, though. What I was thinking of why they would run the full five as opposed to just the 8K, I mean, just short of five miles, I was thinking maybe they wanted to push them a little bit further bef- just before we start postseason competition and maybe get them used to running a little bit longer, a little bit for for longer distances so that when they run the more what i guess would be in regular competition 5k right right that well, that they'll be used to running further so they'll all be kind of it's eight, like 8k in normal excuse competition. me 8K. Sorry. i got them all mixed up there i know i know and i didn't want to correct you but thank that's you a big for difference. Thank, thank you for i didn't want you to sound like a dum-dum me. well now i feel like a dum-dum you're not but anyway you're so i guess slipped. that's what i was thinking but i think yours makes more sense and i know that's almost like not as exciting in the explanation but i think it could be as simple as Hey, uh, we can't place the finish line where we want it to, so we've got to either move it back or move it forward. Because what if the finish line was in that dreaded sand trap? No, I see. Look, I went the whole podcast without mentioning. I that, know, but I had to. And you've like brought it back. So I just mean. love you, so I had to. So okay, the men ran the five mile, not the eight k. They placed tenth overall out of twenty teams um, with a score of two hundred and fifty-seven points. And they had 159 runners overall, so a little bit smaller yes. than the women. So four less teams overall here, and then quite a well, not quite a few, about what yeah, 28. Oh, you did some quick math there. Incorrect math, but 25. It was closer than what I was going to say. <laughs> if you just say it with like a lot confidence, of confidence, gumption, you gumption. Know? 25 less runners over here, but the men, 10th out of 20 teams. Yeah, I'm quite I, surprised. I think this is really good. And when we look, when we talk about the the um, placement, you'll see like it was. 
It was pretty good. Yeah, so this is kind of what we were expecting the ladies to do based on past performances. Yeah. And the men actually kind of step up here and do a, maybe not individual, we don't get to celebrate a third place finish like Joyce, but we get to celebrate solid performance for by the most Absolutely. part as a team here. Absolutely. So let's start us off with Silas. Kitten and Jake. There you go. Him. Silas. He plays 33rd with a time of 25 minutes, 8.01 seconds. Then we had Tommy McDonough, who placed 40th with a time of 25 minutes, 15.83 seconds. Andy Smith with a placed 53rd with a time of 25 minutes, 22.27 seconds. Jack Rogers placed 57th, so only four places behind him. Time of 25 minutes, 23.8 seconds. And here we go. Jack's younger brother, Evan, placed 114th with a time of 26 minutes, 19.36 seconds. So first of all, that just does my little female heart good. Seeing two little brothers <laughs> you think on the same males team. males can't have like little like soft spots for this? Oh, I definitely think you can. I just think typically I'm going to be more emotional than you. I'm not generalizing for everybody. I'm just saying me. It warms my heart to see his brother running along. It well, does. Not, I was going to say alongside him. But well, not was... necessarily beside him, but they're in the same race. Yeah. They're wearing the same uniform. Like... How freaking cool is that? It is. It's nice when you can bring family into it now. You know, like football's got it with Derek Brown and his brother being able to play now. Yep. Uh, Didn't you know, know that. We, well, there you go. You learned something today. See? It's all, it's, those are the cool well, stories. Well, obviously like Daniel and Anders Carlson. Not playing together, but being, well, But I'm just saying, a, they like, it's the legacy. Sure. And she's doing a hand motion Oh, again. yeah. 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 I am. <laughs> uh, legacy. Okay. Well. But yeah, anyway, I think that's really cool. I think it's great. You know, obviously, 114th overall for him. This is, you know, it, not not a great finish, but if, you know, this is his, was this his first time running? Yeah. I, this is my first time hearing about him. However, to be fair, I only report the top five finishers for Auburn. True. And this time he was number five and placed for us. So he may have been running the other meets and I just haven't mentioned him. So whether it's his first time running or first time being in the scores great that you can show up in the same scorecard with your brother and i think that's a great moment for your your family overall just to yeah. be able to see that there i agree so the other thing here i want to point out i'm learning something look how much everybody's bunched up in the I middle know. There. i know i learned something hey i'm proud that you noticed that but you know what else i'm more proud of besides the placement what's that that there's only 15 seconds difference between the top four well, that's what i finishers. meant not even the placement i wasn't focused on the placement oh good time. job boo i was focused on how close those times were now granted tommy it's a little bit ahead of Andy and Jack Rogers here in the middle, but still, that tells me. Looking in the other thing, I'm, look, I'm, look, I'm, look, I feel look like that. I'm still in all your thunder here. But look how many runners were in that 15 second window there. I know Tommy's 40th, Andy's 53rd. That's a lot of people finishing in that small window of time. I'm just so proud of you right now. I've taught you so much. I can sit back and give the podcast to you, and I won't have to ever oh, do this again. Let's not get crazy. Now. Okay. Let's well. not get crazy at all. Uh, but again, Silas leads the way. Yeah, absolutely. So this was kind of the last regular meet, which is weird. But Auburn, their next meet is the SEC Championships. Like, it's a big dog meet. Yeah, and it's going to be in Lexington, Kentucky. So we said they're going to start heading back down yep. south for the winter. Yep. Uh, so they'll have been on somewhat similar terrain being in uh, nashville i guess that's fair potentially yeah i think lexington's got a little more they hills. probably have a little more hills Mount- maybe i shouldn't call them hills mountains yeah, i it's, don't know it's hills not mountains but yeah oh, oh. yeah but we'll okay. be competing against the best of the sec the best of the best so on november 1st 
Auburn will travel to Kentucky for the SEC Championships. So another three weeks, I guess. Yep. we got to wait for another meet here. Yep. Before you know it, we're going to be basically in, in like, track season. In spring season. Already. Isn't that crazy? Like, track and field, there's a meet every week. In cross country, we go a month at a time. So three weeks from now, we'll hopefully be watching and, and hopefully seeing Joyce Camelli do great things again in Absolutely. conference competition. And maybe these guys can continue with the momentum they built as a team and make some noise in SEC championships. Definitely. So, Kyle, I know we've got a long time before the next meet, but in case people want to talk about the SEC championship, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at TigerEye24, where I will not talk to you about sand traps. I've, I've, I've finished that. <laughs> you had enough conversations about that. I mean, I think I've, I spoke enough about that in the first two episodes that we had enough to make just people mad about it. <laughs> okay. Well, you know. So, I am also on Twitter at JessicaLoomisRN, but I don't know what we talk about if it's not sand traps. So, I'm here. I'm here if you want to talk about anything other than sand traps. So, that's all we've got for today's episode. So, War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?